I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, Hello. and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. I'm going to ignore, by the way, your attempts to sabotage the uh, opening of the show. Well, that's exactly what you're not doing. Well, I just, yeah, you're from right. From now on. I'm From now on. Right. But last week, you tried to do it, and you, you might remember, you probably don't, mm. uh, I did just carry on regardless. Right. Now you're right. Now I'm making a point of it. Big point. Yeah, too much. Uh, <laughs> if I'm trying to ignore it, this is a failure. Epic <laughs> really fail. Bad. But I know what you're doing, what I know you're what you're doing around the hello, <laughs> and it's not going to work from now on. Right, it's pretty obvious. I want you to know what I'm doing, because it wouldn't work if you didn't. So that I'm just ignoring it now. Right. Hi. Yeah, you've done really and well. And welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon, boys. It's me, David and me, Tim, we don't normally do this bit, do we? It's me, <laughs> we do. Tim this is what This is often where it goes awry. Okay. The, the I don't week. think we're normally interested. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, agree. don't worry. I know we've agreed we're going to say something, but can I just say something yeah. we haven't agreed? Okay. Just because it's on my mind and I mm. won't remember it. Yeah. Which is unusual. I've driven here today, as you yeah, know, because you saw, saw me. Yeah, you weren't on your bike. I wasn't on my bike. I was in the car, which meant that I was listening to the radio. Mm. And I was listening to The World at One, which is a flagship Radio 4 programme. Radio 4 programme. So very much the heart of the BBC and everything it stands for. Yeah. 
And I was interested that they were talking about Brexit. Mm. And they had a guy on who worked for a sort of business person for a bed manufacturer. Mm. I actually can't remember the name of the bed manufacturer. Slightly losing the will to live this story, <laughs> but fine. What he, he was introduced as, this is Colin... The bed manufacturer. Davis, who manufactures luxury beds. Right. And I thought, you know, in that way you can't say, oh, my favourite crisps are Golden Wonder on the bed. You have to have impartiality on the BBC. Yeah. I wondered if... Is that a category, luxury beds? Or is that something, as a bed maker, you'd like to say, we make luxury beds, and they'd probably charge more for them. Mm. Is that a recognised, non-partisan thing, a luxury bed? You you think it might have been a trade bed, a trademark bed. It might have been Slumberland, but they were unable to say that on the BBC. So I don't know if Slumberland are luxury beds. But they weren't able to say Slumberland, so they just said luxury beds. I suppose what I'm trying to get at, is there a line between that, an unbroken line, and saying, here's David who makes delicious lemonade. And you think, well, that's not really a BBC con. That's not a thing the BBC should comment on. Oh, they should just say he makes lemonade. And it's oh, that's the complication of the word beds. luxury, isn't it? Is luxury a value? Is, is, it- is luxury a value judgment yeah. or is it an actual description of a type of bed? Yeah. I would say it's sort of a bit of both, although actually I don't know when I say that. Like, Well, mm. if the bed, for example, mm. had an inbuilt electric blanket, mm. then you could say, well, clearly this is a luxury it's bed luxury. because this is something that normal beds don't have. Yeah. I don't think that was – I think he was just a normal – bed manufacturer and I suspect he says we make luxury beds and they and, just went with and they it. just went with it and no. I just wonder if that was yeah. a mistake <laughs> I'm actually seeing the it director sort general of, it's sort of an oh. advert for him isn't it that's what I'm getting at and I am at. seeing it if they said what's his name we don't know Colin Davis uh, like yeah, he's not Colin Davis no but. if he, Colin Davis is like a famous conductor uh, right. but if you said this is Colin Davis and he and his company makes amazing beds yeah that, then right. they would clearly be that a breach of BBC wrong. regulations yeah, that but somehow wrong. luxury isn't that's what I mean and it sounds like a category doesn't it I make we make normal beds we decided not to make luxury beds we <laughs> just make beds oh well I'd love to have a look anyway yeah <laughs> it feels like yeah well, um, no, but you're saying, I think, that Colin, not his real name, yeah. uh, somehow sort of slid this in. It's sort of a bit of sleight of hand, yeah. Colin's thing. But she they said, said look, we're going to interview you with you about Brexit. We just know what, what you do. And he said, oh, I make um, luxury beds. And yeah. they just went with it. And he thought, that's great. Now and then, people and will come to me for essentially great beds. Cause, yeah. Because really, what, it does overlap yeah. with great. And he's, as you say, he slipped in luxury beds and then... Most of the time, the presenter, I think it's Sarah Montague, is talking, saying, right, we've got, have we got Lord Howard on at three? OK, we've got that. And, 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 she, and someone's saying, have you got all the details? Oh, yeah, no, don't worry about that. I've got them. She's not thinking about it. Yeah. But actually, he's, as you say, slipped in a, non, a, a, a partisan, yeah. you know, BBC-approved <laughs> beds, in effect. Yeah. The BBC are allowed to make value judgments, aren't they? But if you're not directly a product. So, for example, on Strictly right. Come Dancing, right. right, if someone says... Bill Bailey, he's a hilariously funny man and an amazing dancer. Mm. Here he is. Right. That's just an intro for Bill Bailey. Yeah. Right. No one's going to say, well, that breaches the BBC regulations. Other comedians who are great dancers are available. They haven't said that. They don't no, have to I do that. No, but I think on the news, yeah. World at One, impartiality, impartiality, impartiality yeah. is sacrosanct. Yeah. So you definitely wouldn't say, we're talking about Brexit with, with the person, his name is David Jarvis. Head of uh, Walls Ice Cream, who make delicious magnums. They're my favourite. And uh, yeah. David, what do you think about the tariffs? No, you wouldn't say that. Right, and I think he's a bit You might say if they make magnums, who make luxury ice cream. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Yeah. So what would luxury ice cream be? Magnums. Like just, right, but is it? there's a tub of vanilla. That's, that's ice definitely cream. not luxury. 
if you put, if it's just a standard as the like tub of vanilla, that's definitely right. not luxury. It's not luxury. Yeah. But put some walnuts and some whipped cream on it. I think salted caramel. But it begs the point. Luxury is a strange word. I I'll be honest with you. Occasionally, I do well. I do what's what my daughter calls a depression shop, by which right. she means I'm on Sainsbury's uh, yeah. online. And I don't really know what to buy. I feel a bit depressed. Mm. I just start ordering stuff that I think will cheer me up. Right, okay. And that really means that I just order stuff that's like in their sort of nicer ranges. Yeah. And the word I put in to get that sometimes is luxury. I just like search oh, do you? You Sainsbury's luxury. <laughs> luxury. And then well, it will come up. If only like, they sell beds. Like about 70 things will come up as their luxury wow. range. Yeah. I tell you what, about half of them are cat food. <laughs> it's true, yeah. If you put luxury right. into any supermarket yeah. thing, about half That's the things that will come is cat food, which says something about our relationship to cats. It does, and I also think they are very careful, those supermarkets, aren't they? When they thought about the names for the like the taste of the differences, they had to make sure it didn't sound like they were saying everything else is shit. Yes. And so, there's, yes. so taste the difference is quite a sort of, you know, you can taste the difference. I mean, you don't have to. It's but not a big thing. Some of the others have, like... Isn't Tesco finest? finest. But I don't know which one so, of them. No, is Tesco is finest. Right. You're right. Taste the difference is very carefully chosen to say it's not necessarily better. Yeah. Doesn't mean everything else is rubbish, yeah. but yeah. there is a difference. Yeah. Right. Whereas finest says everything else is rubbish. Yeah, it does seem. To, what are the other ones? Are there other ones? I think are there best. Best. Brilliant. <laughs> Waitrose brilliant range. <laughs> Waitrose much better. Range. I suppose what they don't do. And they'll teach this on marketing courses. They don't call the normal stuff something. Yeah. They call the luxury stuff. Well, I've also thought of that right. with basics. Oh, that's true. I never do. I'm I, wrong. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I did a bit in my troll show. They do. Uh, which I've taken out since, but it got a big laugh, but I didn't feel like it quite fitted. But it was a thing that I noticed, which is, I, I think Sainsbury's, their mineral water range yep. is in a big basics bottle, and its slogan is, definitely not from the tap. Wow. Now, I think that the lady doth protest too much there, don't you think? Right. Because no one mentioned the tap. Why are you bringing it up? Yeah. And all you think is, well, it might be now. But Or or is that a slightly jokey, corporate jokey, like Ben and Jerry, you know, a bit like... Mm. Or like those awful smoothies that have sort of jokes about what's inside. Is it is it sort of not from the tap? Is that sort of? I don't, it didn't feel like a gag. Mm. It's not mm. like got sort of funny no. bits, funny graphics around. It just says definitely not from the tap. Mm. Like someone had once accused it of being from the tap. Mm. Uh, yeah. But also, my point is basics. Sainsbury's basics is the opposite of what you're yeah. saying, which is that it slightly implies that this is shit. Yes. Because everything else is not yes. quite so basic. Uh, but at the same time, it, they must have done market research mm. to show that if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you're very happy with basics, yes. even though it's other way of saying that is it's a bit shit. By the way, I'd like to say that when you started saying this, this mm. I was going to say any second now, I'm going to say the main issue here is that I'm amazed that you thought this was worth talking about rather than the thing <laughs> no, but that I we think... were going to talk about. But well, I can't say that now because it absolutely <laughs> invigorated me and, yeah. and engaged me in every But also way. it's made me think, what's the most someone's ever laughed at a packaging that's deliberately tried to be funny do you think it's ever got a laugh uh, i had someone who worked for me once very lovely woman in every way but she didn't have what i would consider to be like the normal my normal levels of irony okay she was sort of very unironic person okay um very and we were once having some pringles me and her and we ate quite a lot of them and oh i know she, you, you do know okay, so, discussed, pop- yeah, yeah. so so i she said, it's true what they say, yeah. once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> and 
as Jonathan Ross, who I told that story to, said, he never heard that said in the wild. Yeah. By which he means yeah. unironically. Have we yeah. discussed this? We have. But okay. It's worth it. It's, it's a, definitely on the greatest hits album. Yeah, it's on the it's greatest hits album. Yeah. It is impossible for most people to say once you pop. And you she really stop. meant that. And she actually meant it. It's true what they say. It's very hard for me to do. To really capture yeah. her absolute neutrality in saying it with no spin at all. What would she it's true say? what they say. Once you pop, you can't stop. So I've started <laughs> laughing. So, But I mean... It's partly funny because it's true. I mean, it's partly there is a truth. It is there. true. There's a, there's a, there's I, getting saying at a rhyme. Yeah, saying a rhyme as if it's just a truth. You're better off in that situation. You're better off saying it's impossible to stop eating these. Yeah, you? but you can't say it's true, isn't it? You can't stop eating these because you think like no, no. That, but that, I mean, that's, forget- not they, that's not what they say on the Pringles advert. No, but it's, it's there's no. It's not helpful to say once you've popped, you can't stop. <laughs> when what you really mean is that's a marketing <laughs> zone. Forget that. <laughs> I just think these things are so Moorish. Yes, but and then allows you to say that she preceded the whole thing with "It's true what they say." Now, what you've just said, no one says particularly. Whereas clearly, Pringles do say, "Once you pop, you can't stop." They do say. Also, if you take away the humour and the you know whatever we would call it, the sort of slightly chilling thing about what she's saying is she's seriously. I think the thing that stands out most, she's seriously saying. The word for opening a packet is popped. Because <laughs> that's what they yeah, mean. Yeah. So but she's totally bought Pringles' whole brand. As yeah. Like, yeah, think of it as popping. Yeah. Really? Okay. She's totally bought it, that. If you're really serious, you go once you've opened it. Yeah. Or not, not even, you know, it doesn't matter about opening it, does it? It's just they're just Moorish. <laughs> yes. In fact, says, in fact, it's not true that once you pop, you can't stop. No. Once you've started eating, then yeah. you can't stop. Yeah. Because you could pop it and then think, oh, I have to go answer the phone now. I'll, I'll eat those Pringles later. Right, so the There's popping a delivery is, of luxury cat food at the door. Let's be honest. I've got to go. It suggests the popping might be irrelevant, except for the rhyme. Yeah, it's good possible point. they only did yeah. it for the rhyme with stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can I can I can I stop? Only now? if you answer one question, we'll okay. move on. All right. Just finishing off on beds because yeah. this is what I had in my head when yeah. I realised that halfway through our conversation. Have you ever been in a room or? Well, no, I suppose that is the question. Where yes, I have. Really? Yeah. What is that like? I am now. <laughs> I suppose I am now, I think yeah. about it. Where they've had one of those Laurel and Hardy beds uh, that come down from the wall. Oh. Because that's what Laurel and Hardy had in every... Yes. Well, actually, as it happens, I am... Have you been in one of those? I'm, I'm thinking about buying an office at the moment uh, okay. for me to go and work in. And I'm going to buy like a one-bedroom stroke studio flat somewhere and use yeah. it as an office. And one of the places I've looked at, I spoke to a designer who said, why don't you have one of those beds? And I did think... <laughs> did he say Laurel and Hardy? He didn't say Laurel and Hardy. Oh, if I didn't say any of it, but I did think, I've only seen those in films. Yeah. Not, I didn't think Laurel and Hardy. I think I thought American sort of 50s and 60s films, something like The Apartment I'm or sure, something like that. that. I'm sure that's true. But Laurel and Hardy, the thing was always the joke, you'd be in the bed and it would flip back up to the wall. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone would come in and you weren't in there. And then, yeah. <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that the... yeah. And then it'd come back down again and yeah. Oliver Hardy would be just real rumpled and looking at the camera. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I should get one just for that. Yeah. Just but, to do that. Uh, I mean, it would be interesting if the it. luxury bed maker who was interviewed on The World at One, yeah, if yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I wouldn't call that luxury. Well, I would call that comedy. He might. I would say Colin Davis was the maker of comedy bits. <laughs> Again, that's a possibly a value judgment. But he might say, well, it is luxury because when it goes back up, there's a layer of... Feather down. I was going to say whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you going to say that? <laughs> you eat. 
No, like something luxurious. Right, as in like Sainsbury's finest. Yeah, and, the, and then when you, finest. so that when you come back it's down actually, again. It's whipped cream. It's actually taste the difference range, not basics. <laughs> Can we please get on? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to mention David Bowie. Oh, right. I mean, the, the last podcast, last few podcasts, I think because of my new thing of like, Bowie news, yeah, have gone back to I, being quite Bowie. I mean, yeah, I mean, this one so far not so much, mm. <laughs> but generally not, but they've I've, they've yeah. gone very Bowie cent- yeah. centric again. But I watched all, I think the, virtually the whole thing on really quite late at night. He was in, I think, um, Perth or something, somewhere in Australia, right. and it was a whole film. Was it not of, Serious Moonlight before? Serious that? Moonlight, yeah, the Serious Moonlight. Like, it was 1983 or something, yeah, and that would definitely have been at the time. Uh, I would have. Lost interest in Bowie at the time. At the time, I would have thought, this is Bowie selling out. Look at him, he's in a suit, he's got bleach blonde yes. hair, he's tanned. Watching it now, I thought, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got um, I've got something from around that time. Okay, good. This is... A rem- I, I'd never seen this before. It's, it's on Instagram. Bowie put it on Instagram. Well, I don't think Bowie put it on Instagram. Unless he was amazing at sorting all that out in advance. And- is it an official David Bowie account? Uh, I think so. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't put good, it past David It's a good Bowie, question. Whether, who, as, as we know, was incredibly internet savvy ahead yeah. of his time, to have lined up some internet posts to carry on Next, after he was let me dead. Just check. That's a really good point as to whether it's officially sanctioned. I'll come back to you on that. This is him on stage. I'm pretty sure it's Serious Moonlight. So, for memory, this has a couple of things in it that we've, we've celebrated about Bowie. It's really about his storytelling. And there's two extraordinarily badly delivered punchlines okay. that, you know, so ba- land so badly. And then there's a terrible accent. I mean, there's so much in it. It's quite a short clip. But what it's Isn't about... there's so much in it also a slogan for something from the That is the TV Times. Yes, there's so much in it, I the think. TV Times. Um, yeah, I wonder if everyone said that. Like, my nanny. Well, it was my Oh, nanny. about the TV Times. Said, said, well, said, like, simply that my nanny said... Once you pop, you can't stop completely seriously. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever leafed through the TV Times and said, oh, there's this actually so much in it. What And what do you think they are trying to address by saying that? Yeah. What, what Are people just saying there's not much in it? Because <laughs> yeah. what, what else do you want? Uh, also, it's quite a, it's sort of quantity, isn't it? It's like not a, not a badge of quality. It just says there's a lot of stuff is, was the in TV, the TV Times. Was the Radio Times at one point BBC and TV Times was ITV? Is that, is that not right? Oh, is God, that? yeah. But don't pretend to be younger than you are. That was always the way when we were growing up. I don't know that it's different. Is it different? No, hang on. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Is it different now? TV Times it has always to used be... to be TV Times was ITV and, B- and Radio Times. I... What, only? That's all they had in it? I... TV Times TV only time... had ITV programmed <laughs> in it. I don't know. I mean, in my mind, it did. I, don't think... I mean, that can't be the case. But in my mind, TV yeah, Times was thinking... the ITV listings, which... When I was growing up, was just ITV. There's no Channel Four, so yeah. there wasn't that much in right. it. If that was right, but, but that's been, what I'm it thinking. Would have been a spreadsheet. Is that what they were saying? That it doesn't have all the BBC stuff, but there's still loads in it of other stuff. There's like Ulster TV in it, <laughs> and sort of whatever the ITV companies. I think there were sort of interviews. But can that be true that they only? Yes, they it only had the right. I think this. they led. Surely they just led with ITV in the TV. I don't know. I think you know you can find BBC listings in here. After everything that's in it, <laughs> we wouldn't but, want to because there's so much other stuff to get so through. You're exhausted by the time you've read everything else in it. But because I presume the Radio Times did have ITV in it. Well, that's, that's that's what I'm asking. I don't know. My grandparents used to have a big leather binder that they put the Radio Times in. 
Did they? Yeah, that was a bit of a thing for why? Sort of aspirant Why, why would you go back to look at old... Re- oh, you mean... No, no, no. Do, no not the not actual copy. They would get their copy of the Radio Times really? and put it in a leather binder that you would open and think, oh, right, this, this makes reading what's on TV like I'm reading an enormous book by a fireside at the start. I of- mean, this this is a bit sort of BBC Two, I Love Christmas, so I'm, I'm worried about saying this, but I certainly remember the Radio Times... I think, well, one of them, maybe, the, I think the Radio Times... During Christmas, having Christmas puddings and stuff on the top of the, maybe they still do, on the top of the listings and yeah. feeling like when you get the next edition, it doesn't have them. That's, there's a sort of death and a grieving. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That. Well, that's the same with all Christmas, isn't it? I mean, my wife's Christmassy brother... Christmassy things have an inbuilt uh, sort of half-life in them, which is like as soon as you see them after Christmas, it's incredibly sort of hollow and yes. awful. <laughs> but I wonder if that divides people in the sense that some people feel like, so I think I'm a bit glass half empty. It's just weird that you were drinking a glass of water, as I said <laughs> it's that. It's half full. <laughs> well, or is it, is it, is it half <laughs> empty? Like, you know the white spray you put in shops when we yes. used to have shops? Yeah. I look at that, and when it goes on, I think that's just... All I can think about is what that looks like in January, and it's, yes. it's just, just... I'd rather you didn't do it at Although all. Although my brother, he used to work in uh, a place in Santa Monica during his like year off called the Incredible Christmas Store, okay. where it was Christmas all year round. Uh, well, it wasn't. And, but well, then, exactly. I always thought, well, what happens at Christmas? Does it explode? Just another day. <laughs> no, I know. Take, someone takes the magic out of Christmas. That you yeah, that, go that, that, there in February and it's the same shop. But also, that's so interesting, isn't it? That that shop, of all the places you'd think you'd go to, that would be the, the place that most undermines Christmas. And yes, feel, and that, yeah. perhaps that's why they employed a Jew. Oh, I see. As why? Own, <laughs> uh, as part of their overall process of undermining Christmas. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Ivor is Jewish. I don't know if you're yeah. clear. He's my brother. Him as well. <laughs> yeah. know, it's ridiculous. They stick together. <laughs> Jesus. Um, look, can you just play me the, what you're going to play me? Because we've been we... all over the place with this. Um, I want you to listen to this. Okay. Bit this this centres around the fact that 40 years ago yesterday, John Lennon was shot. Yes. And died. Yes. And at the time of recording, obviously yeah, we'll go, we'll go out later. Dead. Yeah, yeah um, he's definitely still dead. Bowie, at a certain point, I think Sirius Moonlight, performed Fame, and then after Fame, he obviously he performed it on the day that John Lennon was shot, I mean, some years later. Well, not that many years not later. Not that many years no, later. Three, three years later or yeah, something. Yeah, And he talks about John. And, well, I, I think it can speak for itself, but okay, there let's, are... let's have a listen. Let's enjoy the two terrible punch. I mean, there's so much to, to pick at here. I think you're going to enjoy it. I co-wrote that song with John Lennon. I asked John one day, how do you write your songs? He said, it's easy, you just say what you mean, you put a backbeat to it. I said, what do you think of my kind of rock and roll? He said, it's great, but it's, it's just rock and roll with lipstick on. So the first thing is to think, is to listen to the crap. Is that what the sort of okay, reaction so the first you'd issue, want? The first issue is... Well, there's the, lots of issues there, aren't there? There's the, the main issue is the accent. It's like, it's quite a good example of David, who we discussed many times, I think, thought I could have been a comedian. Yeah. Thinking, uh, this will show them yeah. that I could have been. Yeah. This is just one of many stories I yeah. can tell. And he's wrong about that. And, and one of the ways he's wrong about that is the absolute confidence with which he does a Scouse accent. Completely, yeah. Doesn't he do some impressions, actually, on Parkinson? The, the crowd noise. Doing an impression, by the way, of David Bowie. What's that? That voice. It's like it's yeah. like a really like. He's sitting on. The- it, it's like David Bowie absurd version of David Bowie voice. The lipstick quote. That's a terrible yeah, it's reaction. A, it's a terrible right. reaction. He now tells another. Last time I saw John Lennon was in Hong Kong. This is a completely weird story. We went to uh, Hong Kong market, and there was a stall that sold 
old clothes and there was a beetle jacket on the stool and I did something that's not usually in my character. I asked him to put it on so that I could take a photograph. I took a photograph. I've still got the photograph. The jacket doesn't fit properly. It looks like John had outgrown it. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that, that is not a story. It's not a story. For, like, it looks like John has outgrown it. Utter silence. <laughs> yeah. Understandably, because it's not a punchline. Yeah. He's, he, he gets into a, a little vortex well, actually, of... I don't think that's meant to be a funny story. No, I think it's, it's meant to be poignant. a metaphorical yeah. story. It's a Beatles jacket. Yeah. It looked like John had outgrown it. Yeah, but so it's, it's told I, like I, a punchline. It's told like a punchline. I also would say it a slight, it's, it's quite David Brenty. Yeah. Because I think he's thinking people will understand what I'm saying here. Yeah. I'm saying something quite significant yeah. and it's really meaningful. Yeah. And really there's just some screaming people. No, no, in, who just... In a, where is it? In, uh, in a Japanese it's, it's, audience? It's or, obviously in an arena. I don't know if it's Japanese. Why should you say Japanese? <laughs> because for some reason, because it, it, he said Hong Kong, which oh, is I China. See. Which is so, Chinese. Which is China. And not China. Is it China? Anyway. It's... A, it's yeah. Yes. So... Does he, it say where he is? I mean, once, It says live in Hong Kong. Live in Hong Kong. So... So at least he is talking about Hong Kong, and that makes sense. The other thing that but I one think, thing I would say yeah. about Bowie is, there's no question, is we could do almost this entire podcast on his in-song banter, which yeah. is without fail terrible, awful. <laughs> if that's what we judged artists on, we would yeah. not be here now talking about him. <laughs> no, would we? no. I mean, really. But actually, lots of artists don't do in-song banter between song banter. No, you know, particularly you know if they're not sort of in Vegas, <laughs> right? And it's not like try the fish. You know what I mean? The, most most sort of rock stars, yes. they might say, you know, hello Berlin or whatever, but they don't tend to do yeah. a lot of chat. Only if they're in Berlin. Yeah, that's true. But Bowie clearly thought, no, I'm good at in song, between song banter, yeah. and he was wrong. No, no, he felt he was part of that tradition, I think, of, as you know, yeah. sort of the... I think the other thing about that little bit of the snippet, there's one more to come, where he does get, I think, some sort of laugh, but it's for something not funny at all. In fact, it's about the killing of John Lennon. So oh, really? see what you think. But the yeah. only other thing I was going to say... I mean, it's actually that, quite... I would say what John Lennon says is good. What? what? It's like, it's rock and roll, but just with lipstick on. Like, yeah, no, that, that's funny. That's yeah. good. Yeah and, there's a, yeah, and there's a lot to get your teeth in. The other thing is, if you in that particular bit there, he says that they were in this market, and he says, I did something quite out of character. Yeah. I asked him to put it on. I'm thinking, what is the thing you're... <laughs> What's when he, out when, of character? Asking people Bowie, to put things on. But David Bowie says, "I did something out of character." A little part of me thinks, "What character?" That's what I mean. That's like, why like, it's what, so interesting. Like, is that one of your characters that you yeah. were out of character right. from? So Halloween Jack would have done. Wouldn't have Halloween done Jack that. was always Halloween Jack would to... never have asked uh, John Lennon to do that. But maybe the Thin White Duke, who was interested in clothes more, might have done. He would. The Thin White Duke would go. Could you, you could you put that jacket on? <laughs> and then you'd put it on and says, I'm bored now. Is that the Thin he? White Duke or John uh, Lennon? That's John Lennon, isn't it? What yeah. does the Thin White Duke sound like? Uh, well, he doesn't really sound like anything. He just sings. Oh, oh like the Thin White Duke. No, it doesn't what sound is like, does that? He? I'm trying to do Bowie. I'm <laughs> trying to do the, the, the sort of... The people yeah. do with David Bowie. Um, it, yeah. But but, uh, but it's very out of character for him to ask someone to try Major something Tom on. Major Tom wouldn't have said that because he wouldn't have, like... Also, I don't think that's a character trait. Asking people to try things on. I, to be fair to David, I'm going I'm to stick up for David yeah. here. I think what he's saying is what was out of character for me was being a fan, a bit starstruck, a bit yeah. starstruck yeah. to John Lennon. I was. Yeah. I wouldn't normally, even though clearly he was a massive fan of John Lennon because the Beatles were yes. massive when he wasn't famous. Uh, but I wouldn't normally have asked John Lennon to pose in something, take a photo yes. of him. If you try this Beatles jacket on, where is that photo? I'd love to see that photo. Yeah. 
Well, I would, it's not that good because the jacket doesn't fit. Well, that's, that's the other yeah. thing about it, which is he's trying to make a big metaphorical statement about he'd outgrown it. Like, he wasn't in the Beatles anymore. What was I thinking of? Yeah. But another part of me is just thinking, John thinking, I feel really, that is too tight. But do you <laughs> think that's really, really what happens? Yeah. Bowie was like, that looks good. He says, no, no, I don't want it. And he said, I'll buy it for you. He said, oh, it doesn't fit. It doesn't and fit. Thought, really doesn't and fit. And Bowie's thinking, it does fit. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was just really... No, I, th- I think it was just generally too tight. But right. David really wanted yeah. to make this little yeah. statement about, yeah. I've got a photo of you in a yeah. metal jacket and you've outgrown it. And do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? And he's like, well, no, but it's really tight. Maybe <laughs> what he's, I can't breathe properly because of yeah. the buttons. Can, can I just take it off? <laughs> or maybe he's left out the bit where John says, do you have it in the medium? And <laughs> yeah. the guy's, oh, I'm very sorry, I don't have it. And that's, that would get just as big a laugh. Maybe bigger. <laughs> well, I think it would get a very big laugh if he'd have said he'd outgrown it. So he asked for it to be, and it wasn't. He got it there, and it's perfect. Exactly. Absolutely perfectly. <laughs> well, the final bit of this. Okay, the fuck off. This is all it? from the same gig. On this day, December the 8th, 1980, John Lennon was shot and killed outside of his New York apartment. Cheers for that. Cheers. Is that it? <laughs> that does seem to be it, yeah. But that is a reaction you get, yeah. I right, think that's okay. all he says. Cheers are a bit odd. I think that's. Well, maybe he was he... about to play fame. He just played it. Oh, he just played it. He just played it. Wouldn't you do that stuff before you played it? I think you'd say he was shot dead before all the other stuff as well. Well, I the whole you'd... thing should have been like, and now here's my in-between song, John Lennon banter. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. hit it. Da, 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 you know, then, yeah. that wasn't very Not good. Not playing fame. That wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> that was, but hit it, Niles, and then fame yeah. starts. You know. Yeah. Well, as we said, his banter was poor. Yeah. But he was the last person to acknowledge that, and yeah. that is a brilliant example of. He, um, when you say he was the last person to acknowledge it, do you think he I, even I don't meant think he did acknowledge it? That suggests he did eventually acknowledge he it. He never to acknowledged. Me. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't the last person. We like, don't know what he said. A lot this... of people acknowledged it, and eventually David said, "All right, my band was shit." We don't know what he said on his deathbed. Do we? He could have said, <laughs> "I just, you know, it's been an interesting life, but I wish my in between song never done the banter." And you'd say, well, what's just, what, I liked it. Well, no, have a listen to the thing about the jacket. <laughs> yeah, Go back, find yeah. that. The jacket that is just, shit. That was awful. Yeah. That, and I think, yeah. oh, I God. Think on his deathbed, he might say, well, that's four minutes. I'll never get back. And then he'd say, well, I, you know, there, were, there was another occasion when I did a thing about John, also about John and about the lipstick. And you say, yeah. oh, David, that was actually the same. That was actually in the same bit. <laughs> yeah, both a, at the same. I mean, that really. Yeah. And you know um, what? I mean, I'm, 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 a lot of stuff is coming to me now of self-awareness. But the one thing that's really sticking out as mm. revealing itself to me mm. is I can't do a Liverpudlian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I didn't do one. Did I try one on that? No, I'm sure you didn't. Oh, space girls. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll end on that one, shall we, Tim? Um, we're well, going to, yeah, we're going to end on that one. Yeah. And do another one. <laughs> <laughs> See you then. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.